Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Even if you're listening to this at night, we woke up bright and early this morning and we wanted to speak about relationships. As a matter of fact, we already started speaking about it and I said, hey, I better grab those microphones because Mrs. Skirve is on fire this morning and I have a lot to add in also. I woke up, we woke up, and I was telling her of a story of a gentleman who, um, after I tell the story, you won't really call him a gentleman, you'll call him something else. He was over his girlfriend's house, and he had a phone call that he picked up, and he had an iPhone, okay? And it was a FaceTime request, and he was half asleep. And he picked the phone up and he hit it and this person who called him could see his face and can pretty much see the background because it was a low light in the bedroom that he was sleeping in. And the person who called him was very angry, like, where are you? What are you? Whose bedroom are you in? You see, he was at his girlfriend's house, but that wasn't his main girlfriend. That was the side chick or one of the side chicks, as they say these days. My thing is. She was very upset because he told her that he was going to be w working an extra night at the warehouse that he works in. Evidently, she called there for him and he wasn't there. But then he has a cell phone, so she could have called him first. But, you know, she knew, but she called on FaceTime and busted him. OK, so he was upset and he tried to lie his way out of it. But he hung up. He realized, just let me hang up. So somehow, some way, you know how you can track the iPhone. Maybe she had some codes or something, but she tracked his iPhone down to where he was. And he wasn't really aware of all of this because she had a Samsung phone before. So certain things you weren't going to do. But, you know, now the FaceTime thing, the visuals, him not being at work and her having the ability to track his phone. You know, she shows up at the front door. She realized pretty much, you know, where it might be, maybe there's some nosy lady, you better go over there, don't come over here type thing. So she starts banging at the door. He fell back asleep. So the so-called side chick got mad and said, listen, I can't deal with this drama. You got to get out. And so he was like, wait a second, get out. You know, my woman's out there. Well, I'm supposed to be your woman. You better go to your woman. So he didn't want to deal with the wrath of a scorned woman and a woman who was fed up with any potential drama. So what did he do? Make a long story short. She started to throw the things out that he had there. The two women got into a verbal confrontation, but he slips out, not, not from the back door, but he climbed out of the bath, the little bathroom window. He wiggled out. And I don't know how he shrunk his gut down. <laughs> he cut himself up, found himself, you know, just messed himself up. He had his car parked like around the corner. You know, I'm not going to say thank God because it's like I'm condoning it. But thank God that he did because it could have gotten worse. Because you know how some black men don't have much, all of a sudden it's like, don't touch my car. But anyway, I didn't understand why he was on the bus. Maybe he was saving fuel. Anyway, and this is him telling a story on the bus. And he was saying, well, you know, I got back, got my other stuff. And Up into the car. <laughs> no, well, he, he, right. No, 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 no. no. It, was, it was the woman's car that I think she started doing some stuff too before. They kind of teamed up. And they were on their way back to the original woman's crib where he was taking his stuff to get out of Dodge before the storm hit. And so <laughs> this should be bus stop confessions, actually, right? So make a long story short, he went on to say, and this is what, what we're going to talk about. He went on to say, well, you know, and this is what he specifically said. This is not all black men. I'm just quoting, not verbatim, but kind of what he said. Well, 
you know how black women are. He's kind of ignorant. You know how black women are. You know, they, they talk, talk about how strong they are and how they're not going to tolerate certain things from black men. But, you know, at the end of the night, 2 o'clock in the morning, they'll tell you, baby, baby, you know, uh, I know I talk that talk around my girlfriends and stuff, but if you get out late, I'll I, I leave my door unlocked for you about 2 o'clock in the morning. You can come on in. And he said, 99% of these black, and this is how he said it, it's not me saying it, 99% of these black bitches, they, 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 they like that, man. When you want to come time for the dick and the lick, you know, they, uh, they, they lose their mind. You know, even if it's not their man, they're going to get some. If they ain't getting it from one person, they're going to get it from somebody else. Well, hell, who am I, who am I to turn them down? Plus, th this is the thing. This guy didn't live anywhere. He didn't have a place of his own. He didn't even live in his mama basement or back shed or somewhere, his boy's couch or something. I mean, I'm not saying those are good places to live, but I could not believe it. This guy was leapfrogging through the conversation with the other guys that were there. And he took novelty to this because there were strangers listening and he got louder when they were laughing. But it was sad how this guy thought. I'm not saying all black men think this way. I'm just saying that many have a touch of it. Many do. Too many do. There shouldn't be any that think that way. But this guy was basically saying, man, I I had my own place about maybe eight, nine years. And when I did, you know, uh, they was coming over by me. But hell, I said, hey. So he's jumping from one to the other. But what he makes sure to do, what I got from his conversation, I'm not going to use his voice anymore. He made sure to have a roster. He made sure to have a main woman. He made sure to have a second woman who knew everything about the main woman. So in case he was and in an emergency <laughs> and a third one who kind of knew that every now and then he would go around to, but it wasn't serious and he would charm her and probably have a little sex with her, do something, but it was nothing out of it expected. And then he was talking to a fourth and a fifth and so on. It was like, he was the son and these women were like the planets. And the main woman was like Mercury, always right there, 88 days for us, for a, a revolution around the sun. Some were like Pluto every now and then. Some were like Earth and Mars. You know, my, some might have been a one-night stand where it was like, you know, a comet going through. You know what I mean? So it, it, the attitude that many men have is what we really want to talk about. The, you know, and this is not a man-bashing show, but we go in with a, a surgical precision on every topic that we do. So I know that many people out there who have had experiences, how did you deal with these experiences? No, we're not ending it now. We just I just want to ask the question so that as we talk, you can formulate your answer and drop it in the comment section. Also, I want to say this. Whenever we have topics like this, it, it doesn't mean we can't continue the topic. If anybody has their own story they want to share, you can text me or call me, text preferred, at 407 five nine zero zero seven five five and it's on it doesn't have to be a 10-hour show it could be five minutes of something that you want to share reach out to me and say hey lance i want to talk about what i went through i want to blow somebody up i want to share this with somebody you can do it anonymously it's okay we'll talk or we'll get you on but that being said in the year 2018 and beyond are black men's attitudes toward women jacked up and how much of the blame are many black women to take? Again, this is a generalization. You can get specific, as specific as you want to. I'm waking up, so I said specific, right? I didn't say Pacific. For those of you out there who say that, Atlantic Pacific. No, it's specific. Anyway. Mrs. Scurve, what do you have to say about that? You've been patiently waiting like a little girl waiting to jump in on some double dutch. So, hey, I'm turning the ropes. I'm going to shut up and let you do your jump. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> you know, while we were having the conversation this morning while we were waking up and um, it... Yeah, we waking up all right. We uh, yeah, we still <coughs> like we still, <laughs> we talk still about surround sound. Sleepy, uh, you know, <laughs> sleepy talk. You know, like, but it really hits me because I've been talking to a, a lot of people because I don't know. It's like we need to get you your own mic and your own recorder <laughs> if you've been doing that. We need to get some footage. No, people will come up to me and just talking to me. I just you know I just feel like <laughs> I can talk to you and you know I I trust to talk to you and. When you hear some of these conversations, it's, oh my God, it really pains your heart because stuff that we all are going through, you know, in life and in, you know, we as black people, and we're not here to um, bash anyone. Or even make fun of anybody, you know, we're going to keep it animated. Because, you know, we all go through things and, you know, sometimes we go through some stuff in life and, you know, some of us, the way we, we grow up and things that we've been through and stuff like that. Some of us didn't have a dad around or a mom around, you know, things happen. And that's a serious you know, thing. Some yeah. of us lost our parents. Some of us lost them by drugs, different things, you know, different things have happened to a lot of us in our life. I'm not saying everybody, but some of us, you know, and some of us have, yep. have both parents. With the sum total of our home, experiences. You know? And, you know, to see some things that we all go through in life and to hear people, other people experience and, and what they have been through sometimes, my eyes are wide open and say, you know, I'm grateful to the creator because my life was not so bad, you know, even though I, we grew up with our mom and, um, you know, our dad still take care of us. He wasn't there, you know, he was here and we were, we grew up in Jamaica. We came here pretty young, but still, you know, my dad took us here, you know, so we have to be grateful and we are grateful. And you came here legally. Yeah. Yes. Legally. Yes. And, and, and I'm telling you, we are so far, um, the four of us came here and, and, you know, we are grateful and we did good for ourselves, you know, because we came here and we put the work in. Trust me, of all the years that we've been here, we put a lot of work in. All four of us, we work really hard. I mean, really, really hard. Uh, you know, me, I came here and I really take care of my mom. While my mom was in Jamaica, I really take care of my mom because I, I feel like, um, while I were here and, um, Every time I I cook a meal and put it on the table, I think about my mom. I want to make sure she have meal on our table. And, you know, thank the creator for that because when I go back home to Jamaica and even the first, the second time I was there while my mom was there, my mom is here now. And, you know, people said, oh, your mom said, you know, it's a Jamaican saying, and Jamaicans know this. I can, you know, she can wash her pot out and, and wait on me, you know, because I make sure she have food on our table. And a lot of us wasn't so fortunate because a lot of us go through things and sometimes you just wish you could do more, you know, to help others. And when you hear these stories with, especially, you know, with black men and women and women too, because we have to, um, we have to listen to both sides, you know, both men and women. Because as long not, as they're honest. Yeah, we're not here to put down our brothers and our sisters. But let me tell you, tell you everyone this. When I hear the stories, I just, like, I just, You know, I, I got don't stories. Know. My mind, like, I'm thinking all kind of stuff because I'm saying, my God, you know, how can we really treat each other like this? We are brothers and sisters and, you know... When I hear this sister telling me her story that she married to this man, she's Jamaican and she married to this uh, American, black American, 
African-American men, and he's way older than her. But the way she were telling me that this man counting every penny that she made before she even get it. And he, this man getting a pension plus he doing, you know, his other side jobs. And it's like, he don't want, he don't give her nothing and every little penny she make, he want out of it. And, you know, really, you know, trying to help herself to get herself straight and everything. And he don't want, he don't even want to help her. She have to be doing everything. And if you really you know, love somebody as to what you're saying, you know, she's saying that he's he jealous of her and everything and all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, why did, why do you get in this marriage if you know that's the way you're going to treat a sister? But I what, mean, what, what did he do to woo her, to make her, to, to not make her, but, but to charm her, but to make it seem as though your life is going to be better if we're married, you know. No, but first, he was treating her real good. Before they got married. That's the way married, it works. He was treating her real good. The teaser rate. Yeah, before they got married. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no and, interest for a year. Yeah, and now, now that they got married and stuff like that, even when she's sending, um, you know, work and sending stuff for the kids and because she have three. Four kids, four kids. He doesn't in like Jamaica. that. He doesn't like that. I mean, come on, that's her kids, and she working. She have to take care of her children. You are not helping her, so she have to do that. And if you really love her, you that you would really help her. You understand what I'm saying? You don't just try to treat somebody good, and then you get her in, and then you know you get married, and now you don't even want to treat her right. You understand what I'm saying? And and I feel so bad for her when when she were telling me the story, and you know, and even um when she were growing up, the way she tell me her story, you know, how she grew up and she never have nothing. And, you know, it was really hard. Their dad didn't help them. Or whenever time the dad worked, the money, they never give the mom anything. They had six kids together. And um, her dad never take care of them. All he do is drink out the money, get drunk. Oh, God. And nothing, you know. And it pains my heart because I know, I said, you know, my life was not, I, you know, it's a, my life was good compared yeah. to when you hear other people's stories. What little you know? obstacles you had, yeah. you, 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 you know, when you're going through it, it's like the worst thing. But when you get older and you see what other people go through and other people have ha may have had it in certain aspects better and and some not so much. But when you're younger, your world is smaller. You have a little world, you know, and you have to understand when time goes by it expands and then you can see a little better because you thought that this was the worst thing i'm not saying you personally right, but right. whatever conditions right. you grew up in it was like oh this is the worst i can't i hate her i can't stand it's not you know or maybe your friends like say for example like for me i gotta say that i had a wonderful childhood the only thorn on my side and i've always said it before is my brother who i wanted a relationship with who was a uh, 11 years older than me and he used drugs all the time. So he would he would be there when he was okay, and then he would be gone because my father wasn't tolerating that. You know, and we, we had different fathers. But, you know, he never embraced my father, and, and my father always embraced him. So I saw my father's pain trying to reach out to him. So that was my only thing. And I always kind of gravitated toward big families because I loved uh, the tranquility. We'll get back on point. But I loved the tranquility. I did love it. I grew up as an only child. So I'm, I'm spoiled and I am territorial to a certain degree. You know, uh, and, you are and, too spoiled. <laughs> well, you, you look, you, you did it. You continued it. Yeah. Childhood was part one and you're part two. You did it. No, you spoiled. No, and, and yeah, you spoiled. You're saying that. Too, too spoiled. Uh huh. And, and don't let me break it too down how spoiled. you spoil me. 
I wake up, and what do I wake up to? What do I wake up to? Breakfast, fully cooked, vegan. If I was to go to a restaurant to go and get this kind of food, the way you take time and slice everything, and then in the refrigerator, my lunch and my food for the rest of the day, sliced and diced and seasoned. Do you want this one, honey? And so and so. So you telling me I'm spoiled? Yes, you you continue to spoil yeah. me. No, but um, clothes done. I'm not saying that's what you're here for, yeah, and that sort of thing. But look, I can't cook worth it. With a, I learned how to boil water yesterday, y'all. So whatever we you do good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if we? I did it by mistake too. I just left it on too long. I was like, oh wow, I boiled water. Oh no, no, no. But the yeah. thing is, like, whatever you do in a relationship, whatever your strong point is, like, I like to write. Now you can write, right? But I like to write. So anytime there's something to write, boom. Okay, I don't question. It's like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Other things too, like that's what a marriage is. But no, you spoil me. No, you spoil me. You have me living like I'm in a five star hotel. I can eat off the floor. Everything's smelling nice and clean. Lawn manicured and everything. We all do these things together. But what I'm saying is that it's a different atmosphere here. And yes, I am spoiled. And I do deserve it because I think I'm a good catch. And I, and I work hard. And you know what? When I, when I work, what do I do? Bring home all the money. I don't even know what, what, what payday is. I just put it in the pot. You take care of it. You handle it. As long as I got $5 in my wallet to fold oh, over, gee. I'm good. Because I'm not mess. worried about food when I'm outside. I'm not worried about clothes. I'm not worried about a dirty home. I'm not worried about, oh, I had to go spend all this money on this waving and my fingernails and so on. So you are hardworking and you will get the job done. So I have to honor you that by are. giving you all of me. You are. And, and yeah, if some people want to call me a simp. I'm a good-looking simp. And you could never be a simp when you're married to the person. Now, you could be a simp with these straight chicks out there, but I will be a simp for my wife any time of day. You're supposed to know every penny I got in my pocket. Because you know what? You take care of me. I couldn't do all this stuff if it wasn't for you. I'm going to say that publicly. I'm not going to lie. That's right. You ain't got a word to say. How do they say it in the street? You ain't got a damn thing to say. You know no, I'm saying the truth. No, but um, the the thing about it, you know, uh, it's really hard for some of us, you know, the things in that, you know, we're going through and a lot of us as women and men. And, I mean, you know, a lot of us need to, we need to change. Come on, our, private need, chef. No, we need to change our life. Even Oprah don't have that. And all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because she is. I mean, <laughs> if. If a, if a brother meet a sister out there, if you don't mean her any good, don't even go there. Just go. Just say hello, how you doing, and whatever, and whatever, and just go about your business. Because it doesn't make no sense for me to be using each other that kind of way. Well, we need to treat each other with respect. You, you, and, and, you know? You know, and you know what? Some folks are going to get mad at you and say, oh, so-and-so, look, I, I'm going to put a disclaimer. If you enter in an area, if you enter in a zone of this, uh, what do they call it, um, FWB, Friends with Benefits thing, that, that is no man's zone, um, you, you're, on, you're on your own, right? Where you have two adults, well, you know, I'm working uh, three jobs in this next week, and so we'll get together and we'll do physical things. Well, if you are adults and you consent to that, that's your business, right? But then understand that sexuality brings feelings. I don't care if you're a woman. And you mess with a man with a bad case of acne. He's four foot five inches tall, 533 pounds, has breath like morning breath and Lindberger cheese, and um, is 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 hung like the like like a button. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to. Be, if you keep messing with this man enough, you're gonna catch feelings, and the people will be looking at you in the mall. I don't know what the heck she got. 
Oh, she got that man for. I don't see what she sees in him. But that's how it happens. You you blend and you meld. You catch feelings. There are unseen things, soul ties that happen. That's a whole other thing. Listen to my video on soul ties, y'all. I may put the link below. But that's a, it, this is what happens. So when you enter in that world, things will happen and it will not be what you thought it would be starting out. Just touch and go. Uh-uh. There, there, there's, there's consequences and, 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 and things to every level that you do on this. But as far as the relationship thing, I remember a woman told me a long time ago, an older woman, she said, you don't go to bed with anybody that you can't see yourself being with. Wait, because, because even if you don't have a child or don't produce a child, there are feelings that you're going to begin to have. And mm -hmm. so this is the process. You can't stop that. People think, well, I can handle it. And then you live in balance because, say, for example, you meet somebody and then you initially like them. But right now in this present day, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I'll explain it this way. We hold back the feelings, but we think we can open up the portals of sexuality. So I'm going to have sex with them, but I'm not, I'm not going to get into it. That is imbalanced. You're going to walk away imbalanced. If you keep doing that, you will be one imbalanced person who won't be right for anybody. And then sexual, the whole sexuality thing will, will not be as efficient as it should be. So if you can't go into something imbalanced and, and not where I'm not going to push it on you where you say, well, uh, this has got to be going toward marriage. But there shouldn't be a reason why it shouldn't be going toward a total commitment. Right. You got to check out different energies. It doesn't you have to date people if you don't know date and check out the people around you. Dating does not mean screwing. Number one, because the young girls today, they, well, I used to talk to him. Well, the way they used to talk to him means that talk talk is a four letter word, which it is. But you know what I mean? That means they used to have sex with the dude. Lots of times I used and they want to minimize how it sounds, how severe it sounds. You used to talk to a whole lot of people. So understand that when you date and people need to hear this and some even grown women and grown mm, men need to hear true. this because growing up, many of our elders in certain situations didn't tell us about, about these things. things is true. So, so understand that dating doesn't mean having sex. Dating is just taking a bite off yeah. of everything on the menu without the commitment. I don't mean a bite. Well, he, he went down on me and he was so good. I don't mean that. I'm talking about go out to the movies, take a walk or do your chores together. Go to so, lunch together. Even if it's not, together. but even if it's not that yeah. you both could have busy schedules. You both may live in an apartment and say, Hey, let's go do our laundry together. Right. And we sit down and talk a great because you may not want to take time and dress up and do all this yeah, stuff. But we used to, you know, um, even, um, you know, when, when we were growing up and you're talking, you know, you see all these guys that live in the neighborhood and the, the sisters, them, the brothers and everybody, we all used to get along and everybody used to get, to, we all there was used a to social circle yeah, that you got to know each other yeah, before. All of us used to get together, like maybe four sisters and four brothers. All of us used to get together and we sit down and we talk and whatever. And you get to know the energy. Stuff after, right. We all sit down and talk and we, we study together. We do things together. But we, we don't have that we anymore. We get to know each other and stuff like that. And, and that's social breakdown. a lot of, when we were growing up that's how a lot a lot of um young ladies and, and and guys that's how they even get a get together and even get married after the have kids but that's where it's supposed to be and, community and still to the, together right now right but you don't see that happening anymore everybody's sneaking and doing stuff and getting away with all these different different people and 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 the the, the, the point that i'm coming to is that you know the, that story that you were telling me this morning i'm just thinking that 
if you have somebody live with, you have this girlfriend live with, right? Why is it you want to be lying, get up out of bed and go and see you're going to work and go sleeping in somebody else's bed? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't understand. That's the point that I don't understand. No, about because there's, there's no initial connection in the first place. Because it's, it's just... Um, it's just revolving door. We, we are our Instagram, Facebook profiles. And it's like a deck of cards. Okay, I, I picked this one. I picked that one. And, and we put ourselves up to that too. Not just the women, but the men. They both do. They, they get the best picture. And let me show some more boobs. And let me color it a certain way. Oop, I got a pimple around my neck. Let me just uh, uh, blot that out with Photoshop. Oop, I got some hair over there. I don't want to use a razor. Let me just block that out. Let me lay on my back. You know, you know how they do. They lay on their back and all the weight pulls back on their face. So it's like an instant facelift when they take the picture. All these tricks that people do. And then they change the color of it. And, and you know, the teeth are yellow. And then they make them white. And, and when they lay on their back, they push the chest up so it looks like it's up naturally. They don't have to hold down. I've, I even heard a girl uh, on the bus say when she, takes, when she takes her new photos close up for the Facebook uh, profile picture... She's going to have a girlfriend get behind her and actually hold her breasts up so it looks like more explosive. You know, just it, it's just and then what? These guys will see this stuff the way you're putting yourself out there like a shark. No. And now you're advertising for something. You might not.